Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. Welcome to part two of our two-episode series, The Astrology of 2024 with Nicoletta of Lunacy's Astrology. If you haven't listened to part one yet, you definitely should. Part two picks up right where we left off. So without further ado, here is Nikki. So we've obviously got the Pluto and Aquarius, which is the re- revolution of the people, right? And we've got the South Node in Libra, which is making people go into more autonomy, fighting for themselves, right? We've also got, at this time, Saturn moving into Pisces. Now, the last time Saturn was in Pisces was between 1994 and 1996. During that time, we saw uh, Mandela become president and the apartheid. Uh, We saw major peace treaties being signed. Uh, like the Irish Republic's army ceasefire in 94. Yeah, we saw uh, war, unfortunately. We did see a bit of war then, uh, which we're obviously seeing at the moment too. So we saw uh, war and genocide in Bosnia. Uh, We saw the Tutsi Tutsi killing spree. Um, And we saw Kurt Cobain um, pass away. Um, now Saturn puts restrictions, right? Yeah. And Pisces is boundless energy. So these energies kind of don't match. Yeah. Right. Saturn wants to make things serious. So if something is a little bit in Delulu, Pisces, oh, sorry. Saturn will bring it back to Earth because Pisces energy can be a little bit Lulu. Saturn kind of brings it to Earth. Okay. Um, If things have been a little bit unclear, Saturn shows, gives more clarity, right? It goes, it, it brings things to light. We've also got Neptune and Pisces at the moment, so kind of things can this the thing when we're talking about Neptune and Pisces is it's kind of like that masking energy of like it really depends on instinct, intuition, seeing the bigger picture. We can't always see the bigger picture with Pisces. Saturn is gonna try and make us but it's not always going to essentially be the truth. truth. Um, Some rules can be a little bit bendy, a little bit lax, especially if they've been very constricted or very harsh rules. Okay. But the opposite can also happen where if the rules have been very lax, they become more restrictive. Okay. For me personally, I feel like it's going to be heavily linked to the internet because Pisces is everything. And where can you find everything? Right. (laughs) 
And the Saturn part is going to be new rules, new restrictions, new... Um, there's going to be a lot more discussion on freedom of speech. Okay. But the main thing is restrictions on, on certain sites and certain ways things are done. A big thing with Saturn in Pisces, now Saturn has been in Pisces um, for a few months now, and it's going to last three years, right? Okay. And this energy makes people work really hard towards their dreams. Okay. Because Pisces is the dreamer, Saturn wants you to work. Mm. So people are really, really going to, want to fight towards their dreams and a lot of people are going to be successful a lot of people are also going to face a lot of roadblocks towards their dreams and it's going to be up to them because astrology is still you've got your free will it's going to be up to them whether they give up or they keep fighting for the dream okay right if they do choose to fight they're going to be fighting for the next two and a half years if someone's listening to this, I'm going to say, don't give up. Because things can seem a little bit blurry. We can't see the end goal at times. Things can be a little bit shady. Keep following the intuition and let your heart guide the way. Pisces is actually ruled by the feet. So let your feet rule the way. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, where you feel is the right way to go that's the way you're going to go. It might not make sense, but if it feels right, then it is right. Okay. Neptune is going to be in Pisces till 2026. It's been there to 2011. That's going to give a little bit more shady energy, um, uncertain energy, but just trust in that instinct. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be the biggest part. Um, and I feel like a lot of people are going to have awakenings during this time. Mm -hmm. They're going to really open up to their own spiritual gifts. Uh, they're going to work hard towards their own spiritual gifts. They're going to have more boundaries towards their spiritual gifts, which is beautiful advice you gave me yesterday is a perfect example. Right. Okay. Yeah. So sort of like, okay, I've got this relationship to spirit. What are my boundaries? Because Saturn is boundaries. Okay. Yeah. And how do I want to work it? So this, okay. is in this is interesting. Can I ask you a question about this real quick? Yeah, of course you can. So something that has been coming through in my channeling, and this, this feels like it's for the collective, not just for me personally. Something that's been coming through is that we're at a moment where we really need to start um, determining the rules of our own personal realities. Does this feel related? This feels to me related. Absolutely, it feels related. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, and the message has been not just that we need to start, that we need to be making those choices about the rules of our reality, but that we have more power to create the rules of our reality at this time. <sighs> That's, <laughs> see, this is what I mean. You give me these little nuggets and you blow my mind. It's, yeah, I think that's. It's cool, right? 
Yeah, I think that's absolutely valid. And yeah, there will be more um, grounding energy whilst we do it, though. Okay. Yeah. And things are going to be moving really fast, especially the first five months of this year. Um, we after a couple, in a couple of days we're not gonna we're gonna have one planet in retrograde till the end of the month and then all planets are gonna be direct till April. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, which means the next four months things are just gonna go fast, 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 fast. Okay. Right. All our Mercury retrogrades are in fire signs, which wow. means even Mercury retrogrades are gonna go. They're not gonna drag out. They're gonna be really fast. Okay. And we're going to be moving through energy really, really quickly. Okay. Really quickly. The first few months, Jupiter will still be transiting Taurus. Okay. Um, but we've got everything direct. So it's going to be fast. But then Jupiter's going to move into Gemini. So even when other planets are in retrograde, that Jupiter in Gemini is also going to make things go. This year, is we're going to blink, and it's going to be like, but it's fueled with change. Wow. It, okay. It's going to be one of those years that most people, when they look back on it, are going to think, that's the year I moved house. That's the year I met that person. That's the year, uh, you know, it's just going to be yeah. that change. And this all is linked to the pandemic, right? Oh, really? We okay. look at, when we, I look at all the cycles, the big change happened with the um, Pluto conjunct Saturn in 2020. Before that happened, every single astrologer, and this is when I was at my, I was giving readings, but I'd never, I hadn't charged for a reading at this point. Okay. Right. And for me, it was the key point of, wow, astrology is real. Because every astrologer I was listening to was saying to me, something big is coming and it's going to change the world. And it's linked to that conjunction. And then it happened. <laughs> um, now, Pluto, um, was is that transformative energy and Saturn is that restrictive energy and they were both in Capricorn so dismantling the world as we know it. Wow. That you know that Capricorn energy I was talking about. Yeah. So that was like the turning point. Okay. Then we had Saturn go into Pisces. Oh sorry, Saturn go into um Aquarius, which is restricting our freedom. Right. Okay. Wow. And we all, because Saturn loves to give us lessons. So we all had, through those restrictions, a lot of our own lessons. Oh, yeah. And now it's in Pisces. It's sort of how I'm taking those lessons and what I want to change and how I'm going to navigate it. And that Pluto and Aquarius... Because all these are linked. 
all Aquarius, Uranus, all of they're all linked. It's what I'm gonna do next. It's how I'm gonna take that Saturn Aquarius, that restriction, and how I'm gonna burn it to the ground and create something new. Mm. And for okay. every single person, it's gonna look different, and that depends on their birth chart and their free will and their soul and who they are but that change is going to have this huge butterfly effect Ooh. and <laughs> when we look back at the end of this year okay so during the venus retrograde in summer i kept getting visions of um a butterfly sitting on its chalice not knowing where to fly okay Right, it's gone through the big transformation, but it doesn't know where to go next. Okay, yeah. I feel this year we really get to see where we're going. Mm. We're going to see the way the energy is moving. Yeah, and it, it there's a lot of big changes happening everywhere. Yeah, and there's a lot of putting our faith in other people. Having, um, yeah, other people support us um, in unexpected ways which open our heart. But we're also opening up in a, I wouldn't say like back in the old times because the pandemic changed a lot of people. Yeah. But there's going to be a lot more openness this year mm -hmm. and a lot of more, it's going to just feel lighter. Especially okay. when Jupiter moves into Gemini. Okay. When Jupiter moves into Gemini, Gemini is all about like social connections. It's like lots of energy scattered. Oh, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that. Let's have some fun. Let's, you know, that kind of like upbeat energy. Oh, yeah. I'm a Gemini rising. <laughs> I know this one. Well. You have a podcast. That's right. Exactly. Seriously. Um, well, it's going to be a great year for you as a Gemini rising. Uh, Jupiter in your first house. Jupiter kind of expands wherever it is. Okay. So if there's a problem, it'll expand it. Okay. But it also brings like fortune. And yeah, so I just had uh, Jupiter go through my first house. I oh. felt like yeah so I can tell you firsthand yes. um I felt the last since May that um because the first house is all to do with the self okay. and Jupiter expands everything all my insecurities got massively expanded but I felt like it was in a good way it was I can work on this mm. I know like I can see like this is not a healthy way for me to be. Right. But it also felt like I really had luck on my side. Things happened that I just never, ever would have expected to happen. And it was like fortune just came my way. You're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, and then after that year, because Jupiter stays in the sign for about a year, it's going to move into your second house, which is a, a year of money. All right. 
<laughs> All my Gemini risings out there, and let's do a little dance. Yeah, guys. <laughs> Jupiter in Gemini. Um, Gemini, as I said, is information. Right. Jupiter expands it. Okay. We already are seeing mass information. There's just more information out there right now than we can even like handle. Oh yeah. Um, short videos, reels, all of it. It's, you know, that I feel is very Jupiter in Gemini energy. And I don't want to label anything good or bad. Right. Um, I just see that this is going to be a massive influx. Um, I would advise people to be um, more discerning about the information they take in. Yeah. Um, again, this goes because of the South Node in Libra. Um, what are you absorbing? What energy are you absorbing of other people? And how are you going to move that forward? Like, is it helpful to you? Is it helping you grow? Um, we can't help but the influx of the short videos. Me personally, and this could be because, like, I'm a Virgo and I can be a little bit neurotic. I'm not saying this is what it actually is. I personally worry about the short term, uh, sorry, the long term impact of the brain. Yeah. Because um, I've noticed since these videos, my meditation is just not what it was right it affects our attention span yeah. yeah yeah and i see say for instance with um the younger generations i see them and they get so bored so easily it's yes. like they always need stimulation and i remember being a kid and just like laying in the grass for hours on end yeah right me too or, yeah just I, do, I, I could just lay there and absorb, I mean, I'm a Taurus rising, absorb the nature. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I just remember just, we would keep ourselves really entertained all the time. Whereas now the technology, there's so much power in the technology. And that is also needing to be dismantled and I feel like this year is going to be a year that we're going to really see an influx in that information especially around the end of May when it is, there's going to be an Aquarius Pluto trine okay. um, but the Aquarius and Pluto I feel is gonna dismantle that but of course this is gonna it's gonna be a long game because that's going to be happening till 2043. Oh, interesting. Now, remember I talked about the big conjunction that happened um, back in 2019? Yeah. We've got another big conjunction happening this year. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> this is Jupiter conjunct uranus okay. and it's happening on april 20th now as i said before the themes of of jupiter jupiter when this happens will not have moved into gemini yet it's still okay. going to be in taurus right mm 
and we have the Jupiter in Taurus themes coming up. Now, Taurus, Uranus is also in Taurus because it's conjunction. We got Jupiter in Taurus. Okay. Um, and it's been transiting there since May, right? And it's expanding all the Taurus themes. Uh, and because we've got Uranus in Taurus at the moment, it's kind of expanding the Uranus stuff. Okay. So Taurus is the first of the earth signs and it's to do with what we have. It's about our body. It's about land. It's about agriculture. It's about, uh, it's a material world. It's food. It's money. Um, it also is Venus ruled. So it does rule pleasure as well. Okay. Um, we can see some hedonistic behavior during uh, Jupiter and Taurus. Um, yeah, which I personally feel um, because it's got the Uranus link, which is the outer worldly, different Aquarian themes, out of the box energy. We can see that coming into play, that being um, in our periphery. So, for instance, um, Uranus has been in Taurus since 2018 and it will leave in 2026, right? Jupiter has kind of ex like brought all of the things and related to it up like in our periphery. Um, so this has ha got to do with agriculture and farming, for instance. And I feel like um, we might see some protests around agriculture and farming. Uh, we can see more earthly events that are different and we just don't expect like earthquakes or storms and storms don't see as likely uh, because Saturn is in Pisces and Pisces is water and Saturn is restricting uh, I see more droughts uh, but we are looking to like the way the world is running is changing and Jupiter is really expanding that and it will keep expanding it till May we see um, people moving around more at the moment, people leaving their countries, yeah. uh, and that could be because of um, money, Taurus is linked to money, it could be war, but th there's just that focus on the land and doing things different with the land. Agriculture changing, like the, the way the land work changing, um, and having to, to learn that again. Uh, so Jupiter is really bringing that to light. Now, what I really feel like is gonna be a huge turning point, um, and again, I feel like it's already happening, but with astrology, a lot of the time we look back on it and we see, oh, that's the year that happened. I see with Jupiter and Uranus, both in Taurus, um, and this conjunction coming, the way people connect to the land is going to be different. And for me, it feels spiritual. So people are looking into ancient ways people connected to the land. So this could look like ancient ways people farmed with the land, but it can also go into paganism and shamanism. Now, the central part of it, so Uranus, is 
out of the box, different, but it's also technology. During this time, this is where OnlyFans has really skyrocketed. So mm -hmm. that Taurus central energy um, and that Uranus technology energy. Right, okay. Right now we're at like a peak of it, like with the Jupiter and the Jupiter's really expanding it all. But again, um, I feel like this is going to be, you know, the restrictions that we're saying about on porn and stuff. I feel like there might be some more restrictions there, but I also feel like it's going to give um, people more autonomy and there's going to be a lot of discussions around that. Okay. Um, Taurus, the body, Uranus, out of the usual, different, etc. So we've always altered our body. But now, again, there's like a pinnacle point to it. Like where it's more likely, especially when like I was living in London, for me to walk down the street and see someone with a tattoo or some kind of surgical procedure right. than someone that hasn't altered their body at all. Right. Okay. Which I find so interesting with the Uranus and Taurus. It's like such a... It's such a protest as well. It's sort of like, especially for me, the tattoos, like it's um, breaking that Capricorn energy. So sort of, um, you'll never get a job with those tattoos, right. you know? And so sort of oh, like yeah. I'm altering my body because I want to. And now it's become such a norm that people, it's shaking that limiting belief. Yes. Um, and revolutionizing it. Yes. Yeah, so Jupiter's really going to, yeah, it's going to do a big shake-up. Now, the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction on April 20th, and Jupiter moves sign almost um, every year. Okay. It, yeah, so a conjunction happens every 12 to 13 years. The last one was in 2011 which to me was a huge year, but I don't know if it was for you. <laughs> mm, okay, yeah. Um, actually, more 2012 was the big year. Yeah. So you can feel that ripple effect. Mm -hmm. The last time Jupiter and Uranus did had a conjunction in Taurus was in May of 1941. Now, as I said, we like to monitor cycles. Those cycles don't necessarily mean that the same thing that happened then is going to happen now. But that was a key point, a key year in the World War. Yeah. 1941, um, in I think it was in December, don't quote me on that, uh, is when Pearl Harbor happened and it made the US join the World War. Right, okay, yep. And I'm not saying that's necessarily going to be what's going to happen now, uh, because obviously there's a, a few wars happening in the world. But yeah, the discussions, they said, happened months before. There was negotiations between the US and Japan. And I kind of wonder if that conjunction was linked. All I know is it is going to bring revolutions. It is going to be bringing change. And it is going to be on... Um, because it's at the Sagittarian degree, it's at 21 degree, 21 degrees. It is going to have themes of freedom, travel, um, because we still got in Taurus, we've got food, 
how are we going to be shipping food to places um yeah we're also gonna yeah see the growth of other countries with that as well i feel and this is just again my personal take on it all right now the whole one percent being dismantled um and how land ownership is going and the collective hate of landlords or landowners i feel like that's going to be a big ripple of change because hardly anyone can afford a house anymore right well they're going to be paying off mortgages their whole life and there's sort of like that injustice and that inequality i feel is really going to take a stand and i really yeah. see through the power of technology poor countries becoming more wealthy and there being a lot more growth in poor countries like the next 20 years we're going to see do you remember like when dubai all of a sudden had its like makeover mm, yeah sure that's how i see a lot of other countries shifting okay I don't know how the wealth is going to come in for it to happen. Yeah. But I really see other countries really getting revolutionized in that way. I mean, this is a, <laughs> this is fascinating. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a big year. <laughs> it is a big year. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I haven't spoken about the North node moving into Aquarius. I don't know. I probably should have mentioned it earlier when we were talking about all the Aquarius stuff. But I feel like that year and a half from September 26 for a mm -hmm. year and a half, that's when we're really like this Libra stuff that's happening, this not trusting our government stuff that's happening. Like the South Node is going to be in Leo. So all these people, they're celebrities, politicians, etc. Yeah royalty they're all gonna not I, I don't want to say fall from grace but they're gonna have less power yeah and people that have stronger voices are going to be coming more into power interesting okay I feel like freedom of speech or people that um, have been um, wrongly jailed or in tight political positions for being whistleblowers their stories are going to be really highlighted during this time. And yeah, people are really going to stop giving revolutionaries the stand. And this is the year to do it. This is the year where people are really going to get their fight back. Because up until now, people have been too tired. <laughs> yeah. You know, the pandemic really exhausted a lot of people. Yeah. Mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, there was a lot of, a lot of inner shifts happening as a collective, the earth is not the same. Yeah. Nowhere is the same. And we are all recovering from that. Yeah. And as much as we want to act like things are normal, back to normal, they will never be that again, but they're never going to, I don't think anyone's ever going to let it be what it was because we put a lot of power into the hands of politicians during that time and into the hands of world leaders. And we're hearing a lot of people talking about the regrets that they've had. Um, yeah. Of course, that's not the case for everyone. It all depends on the person's birth chart. But I'm saying from like the mass collective, how the 
evolution and revolution is moving, that that's the way I see it moving. And there's always going to be the extremity where people are like, especially if they got a lot of fixed energy in their chart where they want to like stick to it. But the generational planets, so the people born during these times, they're going to be big parts of that change as well. This is not like an overnight, we wake up and it's changed. This is me and you talking in 2063 when I'm 73 years old and looking back and being like, yeah, remember you said that? I'm like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) Like... Yeah, we're going to see a lot of change. We're going to see, and yeah, it's going to mark the decade. Wow. Now, talking about all this fast action change and everything juicy, we've got one hiccup this year. Okay. And this hiccup is a real pain in the bum. Okay. I don't know if I can say like a more crude word. (laughs) Posterior. A real pain in the posterior. Um, This is Mars retrograde. Now, Mercury retrograde gets a bad rap. But for me, like Mars retrograde is the real posterior hole. Ah, okay. <laughs> because Mars is the planet of action. Mm. It wants to like move forward. It has tenacity. It's, it's athleticism. It's, you know, action, action, action. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you know, yeah. Um, when it goes retrograde, it honestly feels like a duck swimming upstream and just staying in the same spot. If it doesn't keep swimming, it floats down the river. Wow. But it doesn't move. And at this time, people can feel like, they're really working hard towards something and it's just not going anywhere that they um it is an opportunity to like pause and reflect and take some rest um which i think a lot of people do need um but for the most part in our day-to-day it can be annoying um and tiring Mm. so if you're planning to go traveling the 6th of december for two months is a good time (laughs) like this is perfect for traveling Um, okay so it'll be in december yeah okay and it's going to be in leo and then it's going to move into cancer this gives us the opportunity to really step into our heart space because leo rules the heart okay and then when it moves into cancer it goes into the more caring aspect So there's a real opportunity to connect and love and be open and show care, um, especially in areas of your life that you've neglected or you've not prioritized. Okay. For me personally, because because Mars is linked to war, I'm hoping that the retrograde is when the wars stop. Uh, Okay. But that could be because I'm an optimist and it might just be a pause. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, when you really, really, really wish for something. <laughs> sure. But, yeah, and I think I pretty much covered everything. I mean, this was so much information. This is great. And lots of really useful, actionable stuff, too. Very much like how this can apply and how we can work with this in our individual lives as well. Nikki, wow. This... <laughs> 
I mean, my mind is just blown right now. Thank you so much for all of this incredible information. I feel like this is just such a great heads up on what to expect in the coming year and, and beyond really, but especially in this coming year. So thank you so, so much for sharing your wisdom with us. I so appreciate it. And um, thank you so much for giving me this platform to really express what makes me feel passionate and alive and for holding such beautiful space and asking the right questions and just being your amazing self. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's always such an honor to be on here. Um, But this was a, a really special one for me because as you know, I've stopped reading, I've stopped doing anything like this for a little while. And it feels like this was a little bit of a rebirth for me. And you just held the perfect space for it. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I love that. (laughs) And everyone listening, thank you for being here. And I will catch you next time. Have a beautiful week. Bye.